good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time you are watching this live, this is the Motivations Podcast with me, your host, Coach Mona. I am the journal book coach. I help aspiring authors become self-published by assisting them in creating their customized journals, uh, planners, ebooks, magazines. That is what I do. And we're super excited. I've been wanting to come on all week. Just haven't had the time uh, during the morning. And then in the evening, by the time I get home, I am like super tired. So <laughs> so I'm like, I must go on today, this morning, and and share this word with you. So we're talking about confidence. And I am talking about uh, being self-confidence. In yourself, being confident in God and who he's called for you to be. And we want to look at two characters briefly in the Bible. Two characters briefly in the Bible. Now the reason I'm focusing on uh, confidence um, at this time is because we have our upcoming 7th year annual women's, Women Work in the Vision conference in November. So we're starting to get the word out. Still working on um, some things behind the scene before we actually start um, the registration. But we will be in Atlanta this year, so we are super excited. We are stepping outside of the box. And so that is the city that God gave me. So we will be there the second weekend in November. So for those of you who are in the Atlanta area, we pray that you would consider joining us. So our theme for this year is the Confident You. The confident you and so that is what we will be focusing on so for the issue of our June uh, magazine our second quarter um, publishing we will be focusing on confidence uh, women and confidence so super excited we have some special guests who will be um, sharing in that um, publication so I'm just super excited and I ran across um, uh, article and reading about confidence and and then I thought about well wait a minute I know I'm to be self-confident but I know as a Christian I need to make sure that my confidence is in God as well and so we just want to balance out the two and and make sure we're staying in alignment with the will of God so I started reading about confidence and then I went into reading about confidence as a Christian and I ran across an article, and it talked about two, two people in the Bible. It talked about Gideon, and it talked about David. Now, for those who, who know about Gideon, you know that Gideon, uh, we can say Gideon, was not confident. He was not a confident person in the Bible. Um, he was full of uh, doubt, self-doubt. Even though he was a warrior, he did not have confidence in himself. And God called him and, and called him out and told him he was a, a mighty warrior. You guys are going to kill me. My computer is about to die. Let me go grab my cord. So, so, so we, are, we were talking about Gideon, right? First. So Gideon, um, yeah, he just was not self-confident. He, he did not have confidence in himself. He, he had to build up his confidence in God. And so God called him out, uh, found him 
hiding out uh, in the threshing uh, press, right? And um, he said, oh, mighty warrior. God called him out. He was like, mighty warrior? Me? Not me. He's like, I'm the least in my family. And he started telling God all the reasons why he's not a mighty warrior. But that is what God called him. God calls us who we are before we even get to that place. So God has spoke to him and who he really was in the sight of God. And God fulfilled that, that name. He became a mighty warrior. But in between that time, Gideon had self-doubt. He always needed God to, to give him a sign. Okay, God, if you want me to do this, then do I need you to do you know, do this for me. And God would honor that. He would honor it every time. And so God will work with us at the level of our confidence because there's different levels to confidence. And so that was, you know, Gideon. So if we look at the story of Gideon, we would definitely say that Gideon was not confident. He was, we would say, a coward. He was a coward, but God made him into who he had called for him to be, which was a mighty uh, warrior. So go and read his story. And then we want to talk about uh, David, King David. King David, even from a little boy, we see that King David was, um, he was confident. He was definitely confident in God. And we know, we hear about David when uh, first when the prophet goes to anoint the next king, right? He goes to Jesse's house. He goes to, to David's house, David's father's house, to anoint the next king. So he anoints all, all the older boys, right? The ones that, that look like they probably will be king, tall in stature and all of that. And the oil would not flow. So he's there trying to pour the oil over the heads of Jesse's sons to figure out, okay, now God, you sent me here to anoint the next king. So it was none of the older boys. And so the prophet's like, do you have any more sons? Because I know God gave me a word. God gave me a word. I'm a true prophet. I hear from God. Do you have any more sons? And Jesse goes, oh, yeah. You know, David, my youngest son, he's out there tending the sheep, you know. And he says, bring him here. So they go and they get David. And sure enough, the oil flowed upon David's head. So we know as a little boy, he was anointed to be king way before he became the king. He was still a young boy, right? So that's what we hear about David in the, in the Bible. And then we go on to hear about David taking lunch to his brothers while they're in battle against Goliath. We remember about Goliath, um, one of the Philistines, right? who was coming against the uh, Israelites. Now, mind you, they're out there in this battle. They're scared of Goliath because he's huge. I think he's over six feet tall. He's this mighty warrior. And do you know they were out there in battle for 40 days? Okay, 40 days. Everyone's scared. And so now David comes to bring his brothers lunch. You know, his father sends him there with some food. And so when David gets there, he hears, he hears Goliath talking crazy to, to his people, to his brothers and all the, the soldiers. And, and Saul is the king. And so David, he heard, you know, Goliath talking crazy. 
this is my this is my in Mona's edition. And so David's like, hold up. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Who is this? Coming against my people, talking against my God. So David immediately, he was ready to to to, to go after Goliath. And so all the people are fearful and they're like, you're too little. You can't fight him. He was like, I can take him. David goes on to testify about how God allowed him to beat the bear and the lion. He was like, surely I could take, take this, you know, this uncircumcised Philistine, right? I can beat Goliath. So David was confident that he could, could take out Goliath, this little young boy. Just here to bring lunch. And now he's being challenged by a Philistine that's coming against his people and his God. And so Saul agrees to let him go. But Saul want to give him some help, right? King Saul. So he puts his armor on David. Now, mind you, David is a young boy. He's not a man. They're men. And so he put his armor on David, and it wouldn't fit. It was too big. And so David, David being confident in, in who he was, he said, no, this is too much. It's too big. I can't, I can't fight in this. So he took the armor off. So he went. He grabbed some smooth stones, some rocks. He had his slingshot. And sure enough, he used that slingshot and those rocks one just one one rock and he he slung it and it hit Goliath I believe in the middle of his forehead don't quote me it might not say but it hit him in the head <laughs> and that one shot took him out so Goliath went down and then David ran he wasn't finished wait a minute wait a minute that wasn't the end he went up on him cut his head off and brought it back to the king. Now he was rewarded from King Saul uh, for doing that. I know he gave him his daughter, and I forget if he what else he might have gotten. But David was confident in who he was in God. He did not fear. Why? Because he had a relationship with God. God had proven Himself to him that He would be with him in the time of trouble. Because David said, I beat the lion, I beat the bear. So David had tested the sling, the rock. He was skilled in using the sling and the rock. But it happened over time. Over time, you become confident in who you are. The more you walk into that thing and work at it and cultivate it. The more you trust God at his word and cultivate that relationship and continue to do what he's called for you to do, even afraid, even afraid, you continue to walk into it, you become more better at that skill and that craft. And this is how we build confidence. There are levels to confidence. And you know when you're at a level where, oh, I need to go higher. There's some fear there. There's some shrinking back there. I know God has called me. Hey, you mighty warrior. He called me into this, but yet I'm here in this place. I don't see what he's calling me into. 
But when God calls you into a thing, know that he is going to equip you and he is going to give you the confidence and levels of confidence to walk in who you are. Even when I ministered the, the word, it's been 20 years, I believe 20 or 20 plus, even to this day, I get butterflies. I get nervous. I become, you know, fearful. But I have to do what he's called for me to do because I've tested him. I've tried him. And I know when I step out on faith, even though I'm scared, I know every time God meets me there. He shows up in his power through the Holy Spirit that is within me. So I know God. I know he will not leave me. He will not forsake me. He is going to give me what to say, what to speak. He is going to shower down his anointing. Because I trust him and I've tried him and I know that he's true to his word. And I know this is what he has called me to do. And I am confident in that one thing. And so I do it afraid. But then as I'm doing it, I step into my holy boldness. I step into that confidence. And so confidence comes over time. There's different levels to confidence. There's different areas of confidence. Because if you wear different hats, those are the areas you will become confident in. The more you do them. So don't shrink back. Don't be afraid. Even if you have to be like Gideon. If you like to say, God, I need some help here. I, I need to know that you're talking to me, God. Because I'm not seeing what you're saying. I'm not seeing what you're saying, God. It's okay. God can handle that. Why do we feel like God can't handle our doubts and our fears and our issues? God knows everything about us. He knows what we're going to say before we say it. Before we do a thing. He already knows. So we can come to him in confidence, in confidentiality, that he can handle our doubts, our fears, our shrinking back, our lack of faith. He can handle it all. But bring God in on those, those areas and say, God, I need a sign. I need some help. I, I help my unbelief. And God will do just that. But he wants us to what? Invite him in. David went in confidence against Goliath because he trusted God. He had a proven relationship with God. He had tried and tested the slingshot. He knew without a shadow of a doubt how to sling it, where to sling it, where to make sure it landed. Because he had already tried it and tested it. So when you feel like you don't have that confidence, when you feel like you're shrinking back, when you know you're not doing what you're called to do, you know you're not walking in the fullness of God. Why not? And some of the things that we're talking about, it's not even that you lack confidence. You just don't feel like that you're ready. You're not ready to do what God has called for you to do. And I, I ministered the other week. You have to be a willing participant. To win your race in this Christian race. To do what God has called for you to do. You have to be a willing participant. God is not going to force you to do anything. He will let you know what he wants you to do. And then the ball is in your court. Period. And so let's not be like Gideon. 
And even though we may start out like Gideon, because we all have our fears, we all has, have our um, areas in life that we're struggling with. But when you know that you're called to a thing, you have to cultivate that thing. You have to become more confident at the, each level that God is calling you higher and higher in, even in your business, even in your relationships. We have to learn how to become confident and maneuver in those things. Like David, he knew how to maneuver with that slingshot. He knew just what to do because he had tried it and worked through all those, got all the kinks out while he was being a shepherd boy, shepherding the sheep, protecting the sheep, okay? So we don't want to, you know, be wimpy and, and, and slacking off and, and just not ready to give, give it all that we got. Let's stop being slowful. It's time to rise up and to be your confident self, the confident you that God has called for you to be in this season. Okay? Let's be like David. Let's have that confidence. And let me give you some benefits of having self-confidence as a Christian. Number one, I told you you have to be a willing participant. You have to be running your race. You have to be in your lane, working your lane. And when you're in your lane, working your lane, running your race, a willing participant, staying in your own lane, not worrying about what they're doing in, in, to your left or to your right, not judging what they're doing over here, uh, what sister girl doing or what brother man is doing. No, stay in your lane. Focus on yourself. Focus on the areas you need to work on because we all have areas that we will always need to work on. So work your lane, willing participant. Become better at, at everything that you do. Become better at it. Become more confident in it. Don't shrink back. So be willing to stay in the race. Be willing to work your own lane. When you do that, you're setting yourself up not to um, get ready, but to be ready for when God wants to give you an opportunity. When God is ready to give you a certain particular opportunity you need to be ready so to be ready willing participant work in your own lane continuing to grow in that lane and become better and more efficient and more confident in that lane you can't you can't worry about anyone else but self the next thing god has called you to step into it god wants you to step into it so as you're in your lane work in your lane and you're ready and you're, you're ready. Even though you're not perfected, if you're working your lane, you're operating in faith, you're doing all the things that you need to do, you're ready. You're not going to be perfect, but you're ready. So now God can give you the opportunity. You're gaining strength and courage while you're working your lane. And you're working what God has called for you to do. Once you do that, there will be challenges. There will be challenges, there will be setbacks, there will be disagreements, there will be lack. You will go into all different uh, th uh, obstacles while you're running your race in your lane. But know that you are resilient. You are resilient. If you continue to continue to work, don't let those obstacles steer you off course. Stay in that lane and overcome those obstacles by any means necessary in the right way. Then God is going to give you that resilience. You'll bounce back every time. Every time. You have to keep going. You know how there are hurdle races? Th those hurdles are obstacles. You have to jump over that bad boy. Okay? And then as you're working your lane, you want to become better with people. 
in your relationships, not just with God, but with people. God has called us to be relational with not just him, but with others. So we need to be able to get along with people. We need to be able to forgive. We need to be able to love like God loves. We need to be able to just discipline ourselves and, and get over our little selves and don't let people get us off course. Don't take everything to heart. We have to be forgiven in this, in this race. We have to be forgiving and forgive quickly if you can. Forgive quickly. Keep those relationships intact that God has you in, at the workplace, in your families. It hurts my heart when I hear family members, siblings, oh, we're not talking. What? I, best friends. Oh, we're not talking right now. What? Like, <laughs> I don't get that. <laughs> but I know it happens. And um, I guess I don't become a part of that because I really try to work my lane. I'm not trying to be at odds with anyone. And I had a situation at work and I kept being at odds with a particular co-working I made up in my mind last week I said oh no I'm not I'm not working my lane I'm steady letting this person frustrate me so guess what I had to change my stinking thinking forgive get over it and work my lane and I tell you I've been in so much peace so much peace okay so you want to better those relationships and and again when we do that God is going to grant us more opportunities from not just him, but from people. He's going to give us favor with himself and with man. Because that is the kind of God that we serve. He wants you to be your confident you. He's calling you. He's waiting on you. He has called you to this. He wants you to walk in it in confidence and in boldness. But again, you have to be a willing participant. And some of our issues, it's not because we lack confidence. It's because we lack discipline and we do not want to put in the work. No pain, no gain. No pain, no gain. So I'm not saying work in my lane is easy. It's not always easy. But I have to do what he has called for me to do. To get what he has called me to get. To be impactful and have an influence on those he's called for me to influence and have an impact on. So my life matters. I can't just live any old kind of way. And I can't be confident so much in self that I'm arrogant. No. Stay humble as God uses you. Stay humble even though you show up confident. And guess what? Some people are intimidated by your confidence because they lack it. But that's okay. It's okay. Don't let that deter you from being confident in who you are and showing up in that confidence. Pat yourself on the back. Celebrate your wins. Congratulate sister girl. When you're confident, you don't have a problem congratulating and, and giving um, respect and honor where it's due. Or telling someone, oh girl, you look so nice. That is gorgeous. I love it on you. Compliments. When you're confident in self, you're, you don't have any issue with that. You don't have any egos. It's not about you. It's not about you being seen. It's not about that. And so I pray that this word has encouraged you. Go in confidence. Comment below. Share. Download. All of those things. 
and we will be getting more information to you regarding our seventh year. This is a year of completion conference. We will be in Atlanta, and we're just super excited about that. So we will talk to you soon. Share this out. Toodles.